Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. So, a few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and then I was complaining about something, and then she was like, you're just 19. And then I was like, do you know that sometimes I even forget that 19 is such a young age, that I feel you're supposed to, like, be doing so much more, and, like, and the stress that just comes with knowing you're supposed to be doing so much more. And then she was like, yeah, she also feels that way too. And it's because of social media. So that's what inspired this episode. And I like to see what inspired the episode. I don't know why. But yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about this episode. Stress, anxiety, and like everything in between. And disclaimer, if you're dealing with serious issues of stress and anxiety, you should not be listening to this episode. Like you should, like for vibes and to support me. But you should not be listening to it to like find a solution to your problem. Because I don't know it all. I'm just talking about what I know, what I feel, and it may not be accurate. So, and I didn't script this episode a lot because I wanted to just be like two people talking about their feels. So it's just you and me and the sticky notes with bullet points. So I won't go off topic. And it's not only like social media that causes like stress, even the uncertainty of the future, war like the economy politics all those things and the fact that now we have social media that cannot expose us to different things happening in different places even like increases stress and in this episode i would like explore each of the stresses like everything that stresses me out or hopefully you guys too because finding out what stresses you helps you to deal with them better. And I'll just share my tips on how I deal with it or how to deal with it. So the first thing that stresses me out is academic pressure. Like just the pressure to even be in school is less like now if you're not going to school, it's not seen as so bad because people are now making money in different areas. As I'm in school, I want to go to school. Not if I don't want to go to school. I love school. But the expectations that I have for myself or even the ex- expectations I know people have for me is so big. So the pressure to just do big things and to excel and prepare yourself for a good job to compete with other people. Like competition always scares me. And I know that it should not scare you. Like Because whether I like it or not, life is a competition. So getting used to that competition, just knowing that, okay, this is where you're at. You have to do this. Sometimes it stresses me out. It's just like you see someone else, they have been doing this thing that you're trying, you're struggling to do. They do it so easily. And then you're like, wow. Even the heavy workloads in school is like all this for me deadlines, demanding courses, all the responsibilities can contribute to stress or it contributes to my stress. Even the pressure to perform well and to meet the expectations can be overwhelming. And that feeling of not feeling good enough. Like that imposter syndrome, that you just feel it like a shadow following you around every single time. Like you go to, you wake up thinking about this. You go to bed, you're thinking about this. Like it doesn't just allow you to shut off from like school. There's no, because you are a student or I'm a student. So my identity is being a student. So even though I'm like in bed, not if I can just be like, okay, now I'm off school work. I'm no longer thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. Even while procrastinating <laughs> i'm still thinking about it so constantly thinking about all these things causes stress and sometimes i try to distract myself with social media but honestly that is a bad idea that's a bad idea because you will not find other things to stress you online because humans are not meant to be constantly connected like it's good to be able to 
speak to people that you've never even met or that you've never had the opportunity to speak to or to see the lives of people that you have never seen. Like, that one is good. But it also has a bad side to it. It has a lot of cons that can take a toll on your mental health. First of all, because of the overload of information. Me, like, I always tell myself there's nothing good on the news. So there's no need to constantly be checking because there's never going to be, oh, news just in, it's raining money. It's always going to be news just in, this person died, or this is going to happen, or this is the state of the country. Like, it's never going to be something uplifting, or it's really something uplifting. So it has you thinking and worrying so much. And social media has you connected, that even though you don't want to check the news, you would see it. Even though you don't want to follow all this, like, blog pages and news pages, you would still see it because people would repost it. So it's not a choice. It's actually not a choice. And now, when AI was trending, AI is trending like over the roof. Everywhere I go, I see AI. And that stresses me so much. Because I'm thinking, can I do a better job than a, ro- than a robot? Can I be cheaper than a robot? Because I know that all I'm doing right now, AI has helped me better. Like, I'm even using AI to record this podcast. I'm going to use it to edit the podcast later. So what's like what is my need? Like do people still need me? Can I even get a job? Even though I want to ignore it, I would still see it everywhere. Everybody's making like videos about AI. Everybody's even using AI to make their videos. Like I was seeing, I was watching a glow up video last week and she used AI to glow up. Like, why? <laughs> so it's everywhere. So yeah, I'm still on the topic of social media. Because of like the false perception or the inaccurate version of reality. It leads to comparison, which may stress you out because it's like, okay, this person is my age, this person looks like me, and they are not like, oh, I'm not on the same level as them. Like, this person is, has it all figured out, is like on, the, on a different level than me. Like, there was one post I was seeing, the person posted, and I was like, I didn't feel like I viewed the post, and I'm like, so beautiful. Like, that was just going in my head, like, yes, sliding through it and all. But when I went to the caption, and she was like, she did not feel like fine enough should not feel this picture like fits the social media standard and i'm like if this picture did not fit the social media standard then i don't know who fits social media standard so this beauty standard is high for her to feel that way or like because even somebody was like yeah it's actually not like this picture did not do that well like it's not that fine and i'm like wow like social media is mm-mm. and even the pressure to maintain like an online persona i know that when i was younger i so badly wanted to like let me not say be somebody on social media but just to have posts at least like when i was younger me having zero posts i was like oh my god i don't feel like i don't just feel comfortable having zero posts but now i don't care anymore but then it was a thing for me and now that everything is on the internet it was so good at first but we are so isolated i feel so isolated i feel like Nobody is like you're you're connected to a lot of people, but at the same time you're not connected. You just feel it's just like a social media connection. It's not a real connection. It's meant to be a good thing, like I said. You meant to connect everybody together, but it has just led to people feeling alone, even though they're constantly connected. So there's like a limited emotional outlet. That's like because you're so isolated or because you don't have anyone around you that you formed a deep connection with outside of social media. There's nobody that you can go and be like, oh, this is what's wrong with me. Can you help? Like, there's just nothing like that. It's just social media. And you never want to 
confide in somebody because with the screenshots these days you don't know if you'll be next and sometimes when my screen time is up or let me say every time when i realize that my mental health is not doing fine i just go and check my screen time because screen time up also means like for me mentally draining like my mental health will be bad i might just be angry all the time my head might just be paining me and another thing that stresses people out or just forms anxiety is being confrontation avoidant and some people have this as a result of having people pleasing behaviors and makes you avoid conflicts or disagreements so that you will make the other person angry or upset and they avoid it because of like fear of rejection or feeling uncomfortable and they don't want to make the other person angry personally i am very confrontation avoidant like I hate uncomfortable conversations and there are a lot of conversations that make me uncomfortable. So it's very rare for me to be having a serious confrontational like conversation with somebody. And I know that's bad. Like it's very, very bad. Don't even get me started. It's very bad. I'm trying to change. That's why I'm even saying it here. Because if I didn't know, I would be talking about it. And being confrontational avoidant, when you're faced with like a situation that has the potential to lead to somebody telling you what to do somebody somebody being real with you you just avoid it or you just withdraw or you remain silent or you suppress your thoughts but when i do i don't know why i'm calling myself out but i would just laugh it off <laughs> i would just be like oh like yeah like, i would not say how i'm really just be like mm, don't worry like it's calm like and people that are confrontation avoidant we just rather let there be peace let there be no tension to just preserve the relationship instead of expressing their true opinions and concerns avoiding conflict altogether can lead to a lot of unresolved issues and unexpressed emotions which would definitely build up over time because when conflicts remain unaddressed it will build up stress and tension like you can feel the tension between you and this person because the fear of confrontation can prevents you from finding a solution and it can also make you lose friends because you just make up assumptions about situations when it was not meant to be like that so a lot of us and i and according to studies this is not me saying this according to studies a lot of like gen z people have this and the disadvantage of this is that it makes it hard for us to establish like a good personal boundary because you struggle to communicate what you want you're just like oh like don't worry like don't mind i'm good or you just laugh it off like me so some people might not start feeling taken advantage of or just be overwhelmed like ah this again so you being confrontation avoidant can create a disconnect between who you really are and like how you present yourself because those are two different things because your true self wants to express yourself and say what you did i don't like that but how you present yourself is just like, oh, don't worry. Like, maybe you're trying to please this person. You just don't like uncomfortable situations. Being confrontation avoidant is not negative or problematic. It's just better for you and the people around you to have tough conversations, to just confront the people around you and not be afraid of arguing or having a conflict. So my tips on how to deal with stress. The first tip is to find out what is in your control and what is out of your control know your circle of influence because that shifts your focus to what you can actually control and circle of influence like it's a diagram i saw you draw a box and then you draw a circle inside then you now write down everything that's on your mind you write them out like on a list then you write the ones that you can control in the circle and then the one that you can't control 
is outside the circle. So what this does is that you focus on what you actually can control. Because when you think about what stresses you, AI, you can't you can't change AI. The highest thing you can do is to make it better. You can't stop it. You can't reduce it because it's going to go on with or without you. It's going to go on if you're stressed about it or not. So and what finding your circle of influence does is that it gives you a sense of control in your life because you realize that okay this is within my control this is what i'm going to focus on so you're like yes you are now have the power to take action and make the choices in your life you no longer be overwhelmed by list of things when you realize that okay there's actually nothing i can do about it it helps you to be mindful because you're thinking about now instead of just laying in bed thinking about the what is like Will this happen? Will this happen? This thing that happened, how is it going to affect me? Things like that. So by listening to what stresses you the most, it's like taking a big load off your back. And when you start to focus on what really matters to you and what you can control, you become better at problem solving because instead of you to just be worrying about a chunk of things, it might just be three things that you're stressed about that you can actually control. And then you'll be more active and finding solutions for yourself. My next tip is to just know that what's meant for you will not pass you by. So just relax. Because a lot of times you're worrying about the future. Like, will this happen? Will this not happen? But sometimes, you, you like many people sometimes, you can't control what will happen and what won't happen. Just know that what's meant for you won't pass you by. We all know the quote, worrying is like rocking a chair. It passes time, but it gets you nowhere. There are things that are beyond your control. And I can't even talk about these points without mentioning God. So you just have to trust in God or like if you believe in the universe, trust that the universe will somehow work his way to give you what you want. So know that everything will work out in the end. Practice letting go. Sometimes we try to just hold on to things, even the things that we don't even know are good for us. Because there are a lot of things that we have lost and it's like when you realize like years later, you'll be like, thank God I lost that because if I had gone down that road, it wouldn't have been the best for me. So just let go of the expectations or even the expectations you have of yourself let's go the pressures if this if this is happening for everybody and it just didn't happen for you for some weird reason just let it go you're on your own journey and everybody's journey is different so knowing this gives you inner peace it makes you stronger and more resilient because if something didn't work out you're like okay it wasn't meant for me and you move on to the next don't be passive don't just sit and wait and be like okay yeah what's meant for me won't pass me by i'm just going to chill and you think things are going to fall on your lap things are not going to fall on your lap but at the same time you should not just like you should not just hold on to things that were probably not meant for you so i guess the goal is just to balance trusting in god and personal action to get what you want so as you're making your own moves doing what you can do best also trust that everything is going to work out in the end Everything is good. Everything I need is going to come to me in the end. So my third tip is to take time off social media. Taking these breaks help you stay away from pressures and the influence. Like there are a lot of people that have said, I've stopped using social media and I never looked back. And honestly, when I stopped using social media for a time, I did not look back. And obviously now I can't leave social media. But the goal is just to have boundaries with it. When you realize that it's getting too much, you can just take a break. Or step by step, you reduce your screen time. When you realize, okay, my screen time is eight hours, you'll be like, okay, today I'm going to do it six hours or like four hours. Like, you must not delete it completely because it's basically part of our lives now. 
but just limit it. And what like taking breaks off social media does for you, yeah, it gives you a lot of free time. Like when I started putting timers on my social media app, like I put timers on Instagram and YouTube, I was like, okay, now with all my free time, what am I doing? Like, what am I supposed to do all my time? So you now realize what's important to you because you can just be endlessly scrolling, not even knowing what you really want from life, not even knowing where you're at, not even knowing who you are. So know when is enough. Like, I'm not saying now go and drop it, like, put timers. You know yourself the best. So when you know that it's no longer helping you in the way that it was designed, it's no longer uplifting you, it's no longer inspiring you, just reduce it. And I would advise everyone to really start putting timers on their apps like start putting timers on social media so you won't be endlessly scrolling and just forgetting yourself my next tip is to find your purpose and redefine what purpose means to you figure out what motivates you i was talking with somebody today and i was like motivation is an illusion i don't even know if that's true but just know that it's in your head you need to give it to yourself you're not going to find it anywhere so finding purpose and like finding what motivates you is like a journey. What what motivates you today might not motivate you in six months' time, but just knowing that is good. And finding this thing involves a lot of self-reflection. You're like, you're not going to figure it out scrolling like eight hours a day. You're not going to find it. You have to explore a lot of things, know yourself, and be open to challenging yourself and redefining what you believe in and what keeps you going like you can let you can always let go of what you used to believe in you can always unlearn things you can always learn new things so i guess it's just to be open to all these things don't close up yourself to like how you were raised or things that you were told when you were younger figure out what you're interested in figure out what makes you excited to do or figure out what you can do best that's like your strengths what can you do that would i say it comes natural to you Finding out all these things can help you deal with stress because it gives you a sense of direction. You now feel like, okay, you're not waking up. It's, okay, this is what I'm doing today. This is what I love doing. You can now prioritize your action. You know where your hours are going into instead of just being there, basically. You know what's important to you and what is not. Because when you figure out what you're interested in, you realize that this thing that you've been holding on to, you don't even really like want it like that. So you just drop that one or you just give it not so much attention as you used to anymore. And it's not about finding your purpose by yourself. Like not letting another person impose it on you is that it keeps you going. It keeps you disciplined because you know why you're doing this thing. You're the one that chose it. So nobody nobody told you to do this. Like now me with this podcast. Nobody told me to do this podcast. I just decided on a very random afternoon to be very honest. I just decided I'm going to start a podcast because I wanted to. But if it was like my mom that told me, please start a podcast. Any day that she's not looking at me, I'll just be like, mm, I'm not going to do it this week or I don't feel like. And it would just feel imposed on me. So when you pick out something that you want to do yourself, you'll be able to be more disciplined in my experience. And again, sometimes stress comes from doing things that we don't really enjoy, like school. We find like we are so stressed in, with schoolwork sometimes because we don't enjoy it. If you're so stressed with school, you have two choices. And I would recommend the second choice. But the first choice is to leave. <laughs> I would not recommend it. But the second choice is to just change your look, like how you view this thing. Have a positive look on this thing. Because 
you're basically stuck. I don't want to say stuck. You're not stuck. But this is where you're at. And you have to make the most out of it. Because when you finally leave school, you would look back and be like, why didn't I just chill? Like, why didn't I just try to live my best life? I spoke about this in like an episode, Conversations with Our Younger Selves. Yes. And my sister was like, even though she didn't enjoy the school, she just wished she had just chilled, like, tried to live her best life. Because that's time you would never get back. So if you're dreading everything, just look at it with a different eye. So my last tip, which is connected to the last one, is to do things that you enjoy. Because sometimes it might just be school, school, school. Like, we're basically selling our souls to get an A in this thing. But there are days where you just have to relax. Like, when you take a day off, I promise you, it's going to set you up for like the days coming because you might be so stressed. Like, I just need to rest and this. And when you finally rest, you will now be you will be happier the following week. And the thing is that to be more productive or to be more happier, it is good to have something to look forward to. Having something to look forward to is really important. You can do something with your friends. Like, okay, since we're all trying to be like live our best lives and become better versions of ourselves. We can have something to look forward to that would keep us going throughout this week. So you can plan it like every two weeks with your friends. Okay, after two weeks, we're going to do this. And for that two weeks, trust me on this. Whenever I have something to look forward to, I work better because it's like a reward. And who doesn't want to do something fun with their friends? If you don't have anybody, you can always do it on your own. Like you're your best friend at the end of the day. So I remember you won't just your grandchildren or your kids about how you studied a lot. Okay, people might, you might want to just your kids about how you studied a lot, but you still want to have, like, interesting stories to tell them, interesting experiences to tell them how you were flexing when you were, like, their age. So do something fun. Even though you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your children so that you have fun stories to tell them. And another thing is that when we are stressed, it's because we are so anxious about the future. And the only way is just to stop imagining the worst case scenarios. Sometimes, in fact, imagine the worst case scenario and be like, is that like how bad is that? I can still bounce back from that. But I would advise not to imagine the worst case scenario because nothing good comes out of imagining the worst case scenario. Just know that something better is coming and live in the moment and really be optimistic. Being optimistic has never filled anybody, has never made anyone sad or anything. I heard of this weird analogy. And it was like, what you have now, you never expected yourself to like be in this position. It might be a good position, it might be a bad position. But let's say you're at a good position. Two years ago, like three years ago, you never expected, you never expected it to happen. But now you're looking onto a next thing and you're worried. And it's like, well, you're in a better position than you were the last time. So why do you not think you'll be in, let's say, a less position? Why do you not think you would go down instead of like rising higher? Because... So let's say you're at one point. You never expected to go to point B. But now you're at point B. Why are you now so anxious about point C? Point C is going to come at the right time. So it's just to let go and like chill and relax. Dealing with stress is really a journey. It's really a process. Don't just think that, okay, today, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm no longer going to be stressed. I'm no longer going to be worried about my future. I'm no longer going to be worried about my exams and like my school. And I'm just going to be chill like... I don't know if that's going to work, honestly. There are many ways to deal with stress. Many, many ways. But these are just like what I do sometimes. So just keep going. I know that you have the power to overcome these things. Don't neglect self-care. Like, if you need rest, take rest. If you need work, take work. Like, 
there's no one advice fits all sometimes we need to work to stop being stressed you need to stop procrastinating to stop being stressed and there are also times that you need to rest to stop being stressed so take the pill you need you might need to work more you might need to rest more so i can't give that to you you have to give it to yourself thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it please let me know your thoughts don't forget to leave a review and read the podcast if you haven't already and i'll see you in my next week's episode